many aspire to reach the upper echelon of the healthcare industry, but few are able to successfully navigate the corporate ladder. As Asia becomes the world epicenter of the healthcare industry, C-Suite Partners sits down with international healthcare executives, asking the tough questions and unpacking the personalities of the top industry leaders. Welcome to the boardroom. Steve, thank you for joining C-Suite Partners in the boardroom. Great to be here. Let me understand your career from maybe 10 years ago to, sure. to where you are now. Look, I've, um, I'm a, an executive that moves back and forward between the public sector and the private sector. Okay. So I've worked in a number of different departments in the Victorian public sector and also in a range of different consulting and um, advisory firms, consulting back into public sector um, organisations. I've been for the past um, four and a half years the CIO of the Department of Health and Human Services in Victorian State Government. What about the technology capability of the public sector mm. compared to, say, the private sector? Yeah. Look, I've, the public sector has, and government organisations generally, um, have a bad rap for their the reputation of their capacity to mm -hmm. execute digital transformation. So the thing that drives me is fixing that problem. Okay. And I often describe it as um, many years ago, many public sector executives lost their digital mojo. Okay. <laughs> and my mission in, in the department that I'm in across the human services sector in Victoria and across the health sector is to restore our digital mojo. Mm. These days, IT and digital technologies are fundamental to our capacity to do anything in these organisations. We've got to be able to do IT projects successfully. Tell me about a role that you stepped into and mm. thought, this is a bit out of my league, and you had to upskill really quickly. Right, so most many roles are kind of have been like that, mm. quite frankly. Um, and it's a, it's a question of having the basic confidence to know that you've been in that situation before and it'll somehow work out. Mm. So I, um, one illustration is um, I, I, my previous role to this one was working as an industry analyst, mm -hmm. leveraging the experience that I'd had over my career to that point in public sector and government and healthcare. And as an industry analyst, you're expected to be able to come up quickly and concisely with summaries of situations that are meaningful and insightful. Mm. And it's actually quite a skill to do that. Um, and the first year in that job was total terror. Really? All the time <laughs> having to be under pressure to, to do that. Mm. And it took me a while to get to the point of confidence that you can do it, and you just have to keep doing it and doing it and doing it, and ultimately things get easier and better, and you start getting feedback loops of things that work. So that just get started and do it is the best way. Changing pace a little bit, what, what did you want to do when you left school? Ah, when I left school, I wanted to be a fighter pilot in the okay. Air Force. Okay. <laughs> and what, what happened there? Uh, I had spectacles. Okay. okay. <laughs> so my eyesight wasn't good enough. So I ended up going 
and becoming a mountaineer. I was um, a mountaineer in my um, early university days, mm -hmm. did a lot of time in New Zealand, walking in the mountains and mm -hmm. hill walking. Um, and along the way, one day I was in the hot pools in the mountains and happened to be talking to someone who was a university professor in information systems. Really? And he's okay. talking to me about a career in computers. I didn't even know what a computer was. You know, I'd never heard of it before. One thing led to another. I ended up doing an information systems degree at university and wow. that started me on a career in IT. And since then I've followed that through consulting, strategy consulting, um, IT advisory and executive roles around digital transformation. What about advice that you'd give yourself? You know, with 10 years ago, would you say act quicker, take more opportunities? Yeah. Where, where is it in your mind? 10 years ago, what, what advice would you give to your 10 year ago self? Just do it is the main thing. Just be optimistic and keep going. The things that I look back on sometimes and think, wow, you know, that could have gone better, is usually where you didn't have the courage of your convictions just to keep pressing mm. on. And you decided um, not to pursue something or to give up. Was there, was there a specific moment? Was it a project? Was it a role? No, oh, look, there's a, the, the, the worst one in my in my career that just uh, still galls me was a dot com startup company that I had, okay. which um, was back in the early two thousands. It was a business um, called movinghome.com.au. Okay, um, but it was just a little bit early in the timing mm. of the development of the internet in Australia, and it was developing slowly, uh, more slowly than we really wanted, and had the capital means to. Um, to, to persist with. So we ended up giving away a controlling interest in the company to, in exchange for capital to fund it. Mm. Um, and then we, once you give away a controlling interest, you're just a shareholder with a few yes. shares, yes. <laughs> even if it's 49%. And okay. we ended up losing the company. And that's a good example when I look back, we should have just had the courage of our convictions and kept going, you know, rather than going the comfortable route of going for an equity partner, which gave us financial comfort, but in the end we lost the whole thing over it, you know. What about career legacy for you? Do, do you envisage what, what you want to be remembered for in, in your type of role? Just a person who got stuff done. If I look back in the last four or five years of the things that I'm really proud of as achievements, then it's where the way that I've led the organisation and the, and the capacity of the team to do things mm -hmm. has produced really effective results. And some of those are um, you know, really important things which save people's lives, which change the trajectory of, of, um, of Victorian citizens. You know, and it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's good to be able to manufacture those things and see them come to pass. Well, Steve, on that note, thank you very much for joining C-Suite Partners in the Boardroom. Very good, thank Appreciate you, Sheila.